Welcome back to part two of episode 41, where Roger and Ollie continue the discussion regarding coming out of lockdown and our routine. Seeing it. Is it because there is some extra stress in our lives we turn into alcohol to try and numb the, the feelings there? Or is it just we're bored? And yeah. uh, it would be easy just to keep those routines afterwards that we actually take longer and longer to um, get back into a healthier routine. Well, the one thing for me I've noticed is coming back into the work, I'd say in some ways it's easier for me because going back to work, the work is very structured and, you know, appointment time, da, da, da. Um, we're not back to my full full hours, but we're getting there. Um, what I've noticed is how um, in lockdown I was able to catch up on sleep and I realized that how different it is with having that, I've got to be at work at a certain time, that kind of pattern, that um, I've been very aware of how significant, uh, how I function when I have a day or two where the sleep, you know, had a poor quality night's sleep or just got stuck into work and, and ended up to working too late and then getting to bed and then getting having to get up earlier and realizing that, you know, instead of that kind of opti- optimal for me, kind of, um, you know, probably no more nine hours sleep, eight and a half hours sleep, I was getting down to that one or two nights of that six and a half hours. And you can function, but I was aware that of uh, So I think you start... As we get back into a new norm, I think we, we, we've got to become a little bit more connected to the feedback of the body and we can start seeing how some of the, the, the negative elements of our routine, how, how that affects our function. Not meaning that we're, that we're ill, but we're level that we, how we drift away from a peak because we, we, we sacrifice something when we, when we work a bit later or the caffeine. One thing I've done is, is drop the caffeine um, from from lunchtime, I, I I did that from work go through lockdown. Um, I had one or two times, and I'm not a big drinker, but you know, have, you could justify having a little beer in the evening and a bit bored, and 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 I, that that got knocked quite quickly because you start to see, you can start to see the patterns because we're coming from a clean sheet of paper. So, as I said, I think this is a great opportunity for people to to notice the subtleties of how they're functioning rather than just I want to go back into what I had because probably what we had wasn't the greatest in some elements, but there are some things obviously we, we desperately need like crowds at, at football because the, <laughs> the artificial crowd is great. But if you watch that football with no crowd and we've got cricket series coming up and Formula One, you know, it's, it, it's not quite the same. So, so we want to be aware of what's, what's different, but also we do, we do desperately need some, some back some things back to, to normality. On that note, why is cricket still not allowed? I mean, I, I don't, well, I watch the Ashes, uh, I watch the World Cup, I don't watch cricket, but, uh, it, uh, yeah. Cricket starts soon. You've got, a, you've got a, England are playing West Indies soon, and then the, did they say something, middle of July, um, the county game starts. So cricket is coming back, but, but again, with no crowds. But there was this whole argument about um, points of contact and that, and I mean, cricket, most, most times the fielders are spread out, um, especially if someone like Stokes is batting. But um, they started getting so technical that the ball becomes a point of, of contact so that you're passing the ball around. And so it, 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 some things I think can get overthought and other things, uh, you know, it's the crowd. It's the crowd and the transport, which is the main thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. On that note, I've got one question for you. If you're a footballer, I know they get, they get paid lots of money to kick a ball around, and, and uh, we, all, we all sign up to Sky, so we're just as bad as everyone. But um, if you're a pro footballer and you're, uh, or any sportsman and you're now, your, your body says, right, we're opening up, you've got to feel that you're a bit of a pawn in the whole process. I suppose, but they are being tested. Well, they're getting tested at least twice a, twice a week, the footballers. I mean, the golf's opened up again with no crowds in the States. Um, and they're getting tested regularly in that. I mean, on one hand, you want to go and play your sport and that's your profession. But you've got to think that at one hand, people are saying, I don't want my kids to go to school or I don't want this to happen or it's not safe. I can't go to work and that. But um, the footballers going around and running around. And although it's obvious when they score a goal, they're not quite jumping and hugging each other as much as usual. But there's still, it's a contact sport. And the, the, the big question is rugby. They're going, oh, how do we do that one? I'm not even sure, to be honest, but uh, I've tried to uh, stay away from some of the football news for uh, obvious reasons the last week. Um, there, there's some, like, you know, mainstream media seem to be putting out a lot of fake news. Apparently, Liverpool won the title for the first time in 30 years, but I'm sure that's fake news. I, it's amazing. I, I'm, I'm quite chuffed to, for Liverpool to win, uh, no, just no, to make... Just, no. No. <laughs> I know I'm going to rev you up. This, this, just this because time it would have been great if they stopped the season and just left it, you know, like, no, we can't do it. Norwich are not going to get just relegated, to, Liverpool aren't going to win. But they no, I, I think it's, I think it's good that Liverpool win it. It, it. it makes it fresh and varies it. And I think they certainly deserve it. Um, I just amazed that I've never realized that I had so many friends who support Liverpool. They've come out of, from everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Some, some, people, some people I've never, I've never heard them talk about football, but they're suddenly they, uh, they're a Liverpool fan. So, it's, that's been quite interesting. Yeah, it, it won't take us 30 years. I, I hope it won't take us 30 years anyway. But uh, we digress a little bit. However, when we talk about going back in the routine, like we've seen some of the football, they've gone quite into a harsh schedule of what they used to. But I'm sure they're all fine with it because there's, there's a lot bigger problems going on than having to play a game two, for example. But this is something which we are going to have to look at. And like, I've spoke to my clients who haven't had access to a gym and are starting to go back, especially in the US because they've already got a lot of access to it that if we've been doing different workouts, our body is going to have adapted to them. So for me, I've got 10 kilo dumbbells. I've got a chin-up bar, a dip station, punch bag, and battle ropes. That, that's what I've got in my body weight. But I'm used to doing things like deadlifting, squats, bench press, and, and doing these sorts of things a bit more than 10 kilos weight. But if I go back in and try and lift what I lifted before, that's going to be a massive shock to the system. And we can then yeah, particularly to build up to it. Particularly when, sorry, particularly when um, everyone's going to be very enthusiastic and keen. So that's the classic yeah. combination. They're not they're not ready for it, but but mentally they they they're there. They they're going to push themselves. Yeah, it could be like that. A couple of weeks after Christmas time, but for everyone, like when when you just got the new starters going on and they've got these great resolutions to go for. And I hope that more people will stick to it. And I love seeing it when people actually get the results and start sticking to it. But it's going to be hard for people to hold back. And I say that from yeah. experience from coming back from injuries before when I had, a, uh, if you remember, I had a cyst on my head that exploded. And then I, I came back training too quickly. As soon as the yeah. nurse said I could do light exercise, I trained and then I got shingles. And uh, all these different things, like there's stress on our body. And that, that's my point. Stress. There's mental stress at the moment. 
I've had a few I've had a few patients this week who have exactly that. They've actually been all right in lockdown and then they've come out of lockdown. They're very keen to do something. And actually they're inflamed. If you look at it from a functional healthcare perspective, they're not ill, but they are inflamed. They've stressed. The cortisol is up. There's the, the inflammation in the body and they bang. Achilles, I had one runner who's Achilles tendon because he decided now he's, he's getting back out. He wants to run quicker, faster. And, and it's, it's an adapt. You've got to go through an adaptive process. We've been out of our normal environment for three months. That's long enough for, from a musculoskeletal or a, um, a, a physiolo- physiological perspective, for, for the body to have changed. You've got to go back through a period of adaptation. Oh yeah, and then we also look at if someone's been out of the office and they used to have an air conditioning in the office and they've come back, then the hydration in the body might be different. Um, just the whole of like, the immune function is going to be different because as we've not been exposed to different germs, like from like regardless of herd immunity from COVID, just germs elsewhere in general. And then we're going to start building ourselves up and put that added stress on the body. And if he's not been running and then he started running over the last couple of weeks when it's been ridiculously hot, then that's going to have a big, big shock on the body. Well, and, and big time also, if they just running around stress, they want to go to the gym, they miss it. But actually, they walk into the gym stressed like anything mentally because they're so fearful. They've, they've, the, the whole physiology will be different. So it depends also what people, as I say, what people are bringing back into either that, uh, as you say, it doesn't have to be the gym and, and physical. Um, it can be going into the, into the office. It can be going into a different environment. And then someone then picks up a cold and a cough and, and um, you know, the stress element, I think people, unless they've really been in that significantly stress pattern, people underestimate how stressful adaption is in that actually we become comfortable with the concept of being at home and not doing much. And now the concept of, you know, how, how relaxed will most people be to go to the cinema first time or to the pub? Um, I've had one or two patients who are so keen that they're going to go to the pub, but I think they're in for a shock because they know it's going to be different, but they still think they're going to, you know, just cruise up and see their mate and go, come, we'll go for a quick, quick pint. They've got to plan up ahead. They've got, it takes the whole, the whole process out. And that's what's going to happen in the gym. You're probably going to have, you're going to book a time and a slot and sorry, you can't come that day or you've arrived late. You've only now got 15 minutes, but you've got to, people go watch out. It's going to an exciting, joyous thing we've done in the past can suddenly become a very stressful uh, process. Well, you can see that already with just shopping and going to the supermarket, even through lockdown, having to queue for half an hour, 45 minutes at peak times, like not as much now, but at the start when everyone was rushing to the supermarket, a uh, half hour to go shopping ended up taking an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Can you imagine being one of those who have been for a significant health reason, you know, you've got COPD, you've had uh, organ transplant, you've got a significant autoimmune issue, um, you know, MS or so. And then now you feel that you can come out of lockdown, but now you want to go to the, to the shops. You have had no experience for nine, 10 weeks of, of what a shopping uh, supermarket looks like. it'll 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 fry people it's it's huge or take us who've adapted to that and go if what happens if if we you and i had to go back to a supermarket um which was now kind of february time and walk into where anyone can walk in and out 
people are walk past each other, it will be foreign. It will be totally, totally strange because we've got adapted to it. But there's loads of people who actually haven't done much. They still really are in a lockdown um, frames, uh, mindset. And uh, that's hugely stressful if you suddenly walk out and people are que queuing to go into a supermarket. Um, all the aisles with arrows and, and um, barriers and stuff, it's, it's, it's totally foreign. Mm, it's an interesting one to think about with that. And uh, have they actually said people that uh, were self-isolating can come out now or not? Uh, the, there's there's the some which have been on the, on the, on the vulnerable list. The extremely, but the, the, the NHS have two lists. The extremely vulnerable are still. I think they were due to come out and then they put it through to July. But I know like in uh, Leicester, they've extended that beyond now. Um, so it's going to be beyond August. So there's when we look at uh, Leicester, because the cases have risen. I haven't seen the exact number of cases, um, but the tests have gone up. So the people, some people are asymptomatic. And, uh, but when you look at the actual data of people actually admitted to hospital, and we think like the cases apparently went up two weeks ago, so you'd think they'd actually have been seen in hospital there's still not actually anyone going into hospital from it. And there's not been a peak in no, admissions. Just I, haven't, I haven't read too much into the data yet, but um, I believe something like in the last two weeks, the Leicester had something like 25% worth of the total new cases. Oh, okay, yeah. So they're worried about the knock-on effect. And I think also because of the, the demographic of, of Leicester um, and the... Um, the vulnerable groups and the, the data, I think they're very worried of a, of a knock-on effect. Um, it's time will tell whether... Like they're trying to do it before as opposed to what they've done with lockdown this time. Sorry, say that again? Uh, how people are saying with lockdown, well, like not getting into politics or anything like that, but how lockdown happened on the 21st of March or 23rd officially, that lockdown should have happened earlier, I think. Uh, apparently would be yeah I, I think they're worried about what the, what the potential knock in locked a knock on is effect um there's also obviously the um the racial demographics and the bam um numbers and i think it's just again they they there's that fear element of we don't want to be seen to to miss something and and uh, it's always easier to be overcautious than undercautious when it comes to to the potential so, you know, you're, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't from a polit political side of things. But when it's looking at the potential for health implications, you, it's better to be, to be conserved too quickly, especially that we've got the track record of how to treat people. And it's interesting when you say with the numbers now, the question is, is if the other number, the death rates going down also purely because of the success of lockdown, as well as also they are, the, the medics on the front line are more adaptive how to, you know, the treatment protocols have improved. They've got far more understanding what to do earlier and, and, and with more certainty. Whereas, so they've learned from, from the earlier cases. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I haven't really tracked hugely with Leicester, the numbers and, and that, but um, I think they probably, there were calls within Leicester and, and some of the MPs and that for, so I think they were faced really with rather, rather be um, caught out being cautious than, than you know, caught with your pants down. Yeah, I think yeah. 
it's a funny one to, to look at that I'm not going into the depths of the numbers like I was before because uh, we've all like, known how frustrated I've got in the past with that sort of stuff. Um, so I'm just trying to control what I can control. And I think on that note, um, we've not actually spoken too much about how to actually get back into things, just what people are actually going to be seeing when they come out of lockdown. And I think it's something where uh, when we do future podcasts, we should look into some of the previous topics we've done and revisit them now because I think they're going to help people. And guys, if you have any questions, like fire on the comments, go uh, when you're in the center, go and uh, speak to Roger about questions and that you want us to answer on the podcast. And we'll, we'll take questions and go through them because we've done a lot of shows now. And I think it's, like, it's over a year with a, a few gaps here and there, but we've covered a lot of topics. And I think that we've both developed a lot more knowledge in this last year. So revisiting yeah, some topics might get a lot more, you'll get a different perspective on it. Yeah, and I'll be interested to see what other people's journey is now of, of what they what what are other people finding that they can now they are putting in because of the process of lockdown and what are they what are we um, in hindsight benefiting from? I think the big thing for me moving forwards in our practices positioning ourselves is um, to be really a, a center of looking at why are people vulnerable in the first place. So this is now the great thing we can learn from and say, well, you know, we might not have been individually affected by coronavirus or we did um, and, and have recovered, but why were we vulnerable and how can we, how can we improve things and how can we keep up some of the, the either the new exercise routine or look at diet or, or has the diet and routine got, got way off track. And, and now we are aware that, that the new routine allows us to look at that. So, um, it'd be very interesting for to get feedback from people and and for people to give ideas of things that we can come through. It, it takes uh, takes a lot of the, <laughs> the pressure off thinking what are we going to talk about. And then we don't wrap a lot of things. Yeah, we can have we can have a little bit of structure to it as well. Definitely. Well, guys, thank you for thank you for watching, and we shall chat to you all next time. Keep well, and we'll see you soon.